Welcome to Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up with the Successpert, award-winning financial educator, wealth expert, speaker, and author, Alfred Edmund Jr. And your co-host, life coach and author, D. Marshall. It's Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up. It's Be Lifted Up. Your guide to living an abundant life. I am D.C. Marshall. And I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. And today we're talking about building wealth through real estate. We're going to talk about residential real estate, commercial real estate. D, I know you got some great experiences in this space. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be talking about what's the difference between investing in residential versus commercial real estate. So that's our question for this show. So we want everybody to uh, tune in, grab a notepad, take notes. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. You're listening to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. here with D. Marshall, and we're talking about investing in real estate as a wealth building tool, as a wealth building option. Um, we always talk about opportunities on this show. Um, D's very, very passionate about some of the things she's learned about commercial real estate, and so we're going to be covering it. So, D, talk a little bit about just what you've experienced recently. Well, I think first, uh, what I want to share is there's a major distinction between residential and commercial. And I'm excited to talk about it because I think um, in the black community and, and maybe I'll take the black community out of it. But I do know as a woman, as an African-American woman, a black woman, I have um, I've seen and felt that we somehow have this idea that residential real estate is the thing to do, like uh, owning our primary residence. And I don't know that we're always thinking about first commercial real estate. So, um, so, so that's the piece that I'm really interested in. And um, and what I do know is buying single or multifamily homes to live in or flip or resell it usually requires active participation, but I think before we get there, it's mindset. Well, it's true. It is mindset, but it's also important because I watch a lot of uh, my, my favorite educational TV is American Greed, and it's education as well. Um, it's a great way to make money and build wealth if you know what you're doing. It's not something you jump into without going to some educational forums, without um, doing some real research, especially if you do some major, larger property investment. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the different options that are available to you and the risk reward factors. And, you know, I'm looking forward to what you learned at a recent wealth summit that you attended um, where you, you found some surprising and positive uh, revelations about the accessibility of commercial real estate investing. And maybe to agree that the risk may be somewhat exaggerated, depending on what you're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, so so the one thing that I agree with you is education is important. In fact, that's why I went to this session um, and. Was interesting. So let me just back up for a second. So the session was uh, the Wealth and Real Estate Expo, and it had all these big names. So, you know, Susie Orman was there. Uh, it, actually, Egypt, Egypt Sherrod, you know, always happy to see the sister there. Trent Shelton um, was there. Egypt shared and talked, uh, you know, a little bit about her residential real estate businesses and how it's grown. She's now in Atlanta. And um, and those are the kinds of venues and, and opportunities, resources. I think we need to um, to educate ourselves so that we can do more in the way of investing in commercial real estate. But but I think the thing that I 
also took away is first and foremost, you have to get your cash right. Hiring a management company, um, you know, if you're going to invest in real estate is, I think, the first thing that you have to do once you purchase. And and I learned um, that not just from the real estate expo, but I think we, we knew that. Like, you need somebody to manage. No, I take that back. I don't think people think they need a company to manage their real estate. I What I know about people who own real estate is they're managing it themselves. What do you well, think? Well, that's why I think you say people get biased towards smaller properties, whether they're residential or commercial, because the begin- at least most people want to start at that stage where they are literally personally managing the property. But as you get larger properties and larger investments, you're right, it's not efficient or effective to manage the property yourself. You probably don't know all the things that you need to know about planning, zoning, development, reconstruction. Um, it's one thing to rehab a home. It's another thing to rehab uh, you know, a 12-story office building. And so you're right, people have to understand that management companies who are experts at that is gonna be part of your expense of getting into investing in those larger properties. And you said expense. I don't think we want, we don't want the expense of it. And so we think we can do it ourselves, so we're saving. Um, and so really quickly, before we move into a break, we're talking about commercial real estate. What does that mean? We're talking about apartment buildings, offices, retail, manufacturing space. Um, all of these are opportunities. And special purpose. Special purpose. When we come back. Okay. Well, yeah. when we come back, we're going to talk about that. Um, but all of all of these are opportunities for more passive uh, income. So this is Be Lifted Up. It's a show about faith and finance. And we're, we're going to buy some buildings. And abundant life. And abundant living. All right. It's D. Marshall, Alfred Edmund Jr. Be Lifted Up. Your guy to living an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up, and we're social. Catch us at Be Lifted Up Radio or BeLiftedUpRadio.com. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I am D.C. Marshall. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. And we are talking about building wealth through commercial real estate, Alfred. And I know you wanted to share, what is it, the five forms? Yeah, there's five ways to get into commercial real estate investing. Um, As you said earlier, most people think if I'm not going to be like buying a major office building, I don't have the kind of money. I can't get into it, but there are actually some affordable ways to get into it. So I'm going to go through the five ways to get into commercial real estate investing from what is considered the most challenging, if you will, in terms of what money you might need up front and the expertise you might need and the risks you might have to take to the least. Um, it was considered kind of the top of the scale in terms of degree of difficulty and amount of income is developing really large real, um, commercial properties. Um, you're talking about your office buildings. You're talking about your retail spaces. You talk about your industrial manufacturing or, or warehouses and distribution complexes that are for businesses. Um, you're talking about special purpose. A special purpose space is like buying um, uh, a car wash. Uh, you know it's special purpose because it's hard to re, re um um, re- renovate it or make it for a different purpose. It costs a lot of money to convert that to something else. So they call those special purposes. Um, that is considered by at least two experts that I checked with high risk, but very, very, very high reward. But it takes some degree of skill to understand development, knowledge of the target market, planning, approvals, financing, construction, leasing. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, people who are who are into that side of the business want a 20% return at least on their investment to make it worth their while. The second um, kind of highest um, difficulty is acquiring an existing commercial property. Um, uh, this is called commercial real estate B. 
these may be properties that already exist. You're not building them from scratch. You're not developing them, but they may need a little work, but nothing crazy. Um, C needs crazy work, but B, it's like you just got to do some some basic work. So it doesn't require as much capital, but it is still considered capital intensive. The third one is called private equity. And that's getting an expert who manages money within a commercial real estate for development. And you just um, invest into a private fund. That This is, you know, what Dee said early, perfect. You don't have to do anything to manage it. You just pick a fund, much like you pick a mutual fund or a stock that invests in real estate, and you become a, a, a shareholder. Um, it's very accessible, um, but you got to have a certain amount of capital to get into it. You got questions yet? No, I'm, I'm taking notes. <laughs> okay. The last two are the ones that most individual investors can invest in. You know what? I'm really, because I'm looking at you, I'm waiting for you to get to the money, basically. Well, real estate investment <laughs> trusts don't require a lot of capital. That is literally like buying a stock that invests in real estate. And just about anybody, you can go, it's like a marketplace, like going into the stock market, and anybody can invest in that. And then the newest one that's emerged over the last 10 years is online investing in real estate through crowdfundings, um, what they call e-REITs which is a combination of e or REIT, but online. Real Estate Investment Trust is a REIT. Or you can do auto investing with a robo-advisor. You pick an investment goal, and the system automatically puts together a portfolio of real estate properties for uh, you to invest in. Uh, well, all right then. And those are two lowest cost of entry. I got it. All right. Well, listen, we're going to get to the money, and we'll be right back. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Everybody stand up on your feet and make some noise for one of the most phenomenal it's be lifted up. Be lifted up. So, give me the one, two, because I'm I'm not sure if I'm clear. I heard one. I know I'm not messing around, but just run through the numbers again. One is developing the commercial property yourself. That means you're doing the planning, the building, you're getting the approvals, the financing, the construction. This is from scratch. You have land, and you're developing the property. Two is you're acquiring existing properties. It requires you to scout, to assess what it's going to take to get this together, to make my money back. Three is private equity. That's buying into an investment account. There's a private equity account. You got to have a significant amount of money to invest, but it is accessible, but you're not necessarily managing the property yourself. Next is real estate investment trust. Those are one of the most accessible ways. Um, light capital required, moderate risk, um, and anybody can you know go and find real estate investment trusts on the marketplace and invest in it. And then the lowest barrier to entry is online real estate investing, whether it's crowdfunding, um, e-REITs, and other options where you just literally go online and or, or do auto um, robo investing, where they actually just put together a plan based on your investment goals. So okay, so this is good. So now let's get to the money. Can we talk about passive? the passive uh, income opportunity. Like how, I think other than the obvious that you have equity in perhaps your investment, can we just talk a little bit about the income opportunity? The top two are not going to be passive. The, developing a property from scratch is not going to be passive. What do you mean there's no passive income in developing? I don't get that. It takes expertise to understand the planning, the zoning, the construction. There's not, there's not, there's no set it and forget it. If you're developing a commercial property from scratch, that's not something you can do. You can buy an existing property and mm-hmm. hire a manager. That's an expense or an investment, depending on how you look at it. Right. That you got to hope you can get enough of a return to cover it. Mm-hmm. But if you're developing existing property from scratch, that's not a passive investment. Okay. 
keep going. Let's talk through. Uh, we're, we're acquiring listen, we're a commercial to, listen, choir. We're trying to build wealth. The word of the Lord says God gives us the ability to create wealth. I'm trying to get to the wealth for us. There's wealth okay. on all five of these. So this this is what you got to understand. It's a matter of what's your risk tolerance, what's your lifestyle, because how much time do you really do you need passive, or do you really want to go in? all in and really get into the business. Right. There's no such thing as an amateur commercial real estate developer. Right. But but can I just say this? But we're not necessarily looking to leave what we currently do to do real estate investing or development, I should say, full time. Like, right, for the most part, in terms of what we're talking about and what we're most interested in is how do we build wealth and where is there an opportunity for additional revenue streams through commercial real estate? So maybe we go down to, what what was that, like four real and Real estate investment trusts and, okay. and, um, and electronic or online real estate investing is what's most accessible to most people who still want to live the lives that they live. Okay, okay. That's it. And then how, so, so, but how does that work? Like, how does it work? I think we, we need, listen, I need you to put your professor hat on. Okay, okay. Professor Alfred, I need you to put your professor hat on and I need to break that down this money for um, this. So listen, it's Be Lifted Up. Your guide to living an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. All right. If you are just plugging in, we're talking about building wealth through commercial real estate. And I've been trying to pull out of Alfred how we make money and actually not just money. We're not looking for um, instant gratification here, but we're really looking about looking at uh, building wealth. This is a show about faith and finance and wealth. And we want to be well and we want to be better off as a result Absolutely. of plugging in and really breaking down where there are opportunity, where there is opportunity for us. So we're talking about passive um, income. And you were just saying, Alfred, that you know, and I've heard you say this before, you just want people to understand that even when we say and present passive opportunities or passive income, passive revenue, it's always going to require some um, investment of time and energy and resources. Absolutely. Okay. It's Does that make you happy that, that I said that? Yes, because <laughs> people think passive income means I put my money in it and then I probably get a statement every month that says how much my property has appreciated and how much it's worth now. And, and, and as long as I get that statement that says everything is fine, I'm fine. And that's a major way, in particular with real estate and other financial scams, scam artists get away with it because they tell you, you're, you're invested in this, let's say it's a commercial property, let's say it's a strip mall, let's say it's a variety of properties, a housing complex, whatever, they will send you, they will create statements and send it to you that shows you that your, your property is appreciating in value and you're getting dividends. You're not getting any cash right away because they're saying until you sell it, you don't get any money. And then as a result, you think it's passive income, but what's really happening is nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's important to understand that passive income does not mean you're not going to be engaged in managing or hiring someone to manage everything from the construction projects, the redevelopment projects, how much is it going to cost mm-hmm. to retrofit, say, a, a office building or to bring a, a, a strip mall up to code for, for new environmental standards mm-hmm. or to make sure that it's um, uh, handicapped, um, accessible. Right. All those things are going to be on you if you are a owner or a part owner 
of a commercial property. Mm -hmm. So let's say, let's take building a development from scratch off the table. Let's say you're right. That that takes, that's Barbara Corcoran territory. (laughs) You're going to like literally buy a Manhattan office building and and be responsible for leasing it out and getting your money back. Redevelopment is a realistic option. As you said, it's more mindset that we don't look at it Mm -hmm. than it is that our inability to look at it. Finding small and mid-sized and accessible commercial real estate properties that you can acquire, a small strip mall, um, you know, a downtown area with some some buildings that have some retail um, opportunities is a doable thing. And to the degree that that property appreciates some value and generates income, whether that's through leasing, renting, et cetera, it is passive. It's not like you're going to punch a clock to make money. Right. But the the challenges of making sure the property is up to code, um, managing those properties, managing leases, managing tenants, and doing that at a low enough expense that you actually make more money than you spend is something you got to manage. And it's learnable. That's why the education part is important. Right. But it's important to understand that passive income does not mean I put my money in it, I get statements, and, and I'm doing well. Got it. I'm squatting on a property. I'm, I'm, I'm stalking a mm-hmm. property in Savannah, right? Because I do, the, I, I really love. Yeah, I know you're very, very passionate about right. this. Right. So there's a, an apartment building in mm-hmm. Savannah that I had my eye on. It's 20 units. I love it because it's like this old, you know, Victoria, uh, historic property and um, in a historic uh, town or uh, neighborhood in Savannah. And I'm really interested in this. And so what I know is there are two ways to make money um, with commercial real estate, income and appreciation. But I but I don't 100% understand the appreciation um, piece of it. So maybe you could talk so through, the appreciation. right? Income is produced through operation of the building. So if I purchase this building, inco- I'm going to produce income or generate income from the operation of the building rents, right? While appreciation is an increase in the property's value over time. Absolutely. I get that piece. Right. But what else do we need to know about the income opportunity? Well, you have to be able to assess what's the propensity for getting the the uh, income from leasing or renting or and what's the propensity for appreciation. That means you need to understand what's the value of the other properties in the area, what kinds of rents are they commanding, what's the vacancy rate in that in that area? Mm-hmm. What What is the um, zoning in that area? What's the planning for uh, traffic and highways in that area? There's a lot of things you need to know to be able to assess what is the propensity for income and appreciation for a given property. All right. Well, I think you did it. I'm teaching today. Listen, You're we're- listening to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. <laughs> <laughs> It's Be Lifted Up, and we're social. Catch us at Be Lifted Up Radio or BeLiftedUpRadio.com. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I'm Dee Marshall. He's Alfred Edmund Jr. Uh, We've been talking about building wealth through commercial real estate. And I follow online, if you all are on Instagram, first of all, you should follow us at Be Lifted Up Radio. But I follow Jay Morrison and Jay Morrison Academy. Uh, Alfred, how about you? There's no particular real estate investor that I follow. I mean, I'm a big fan of Egypt Sherrod. Um, I know we're talking about having her as a guest on the show, the future show to continue this conversation. My point is that get educated and don't assume that you can't do it. Got it. The word of the Lord says God gives us the ability to create wealth. To create wealth. And there we go. And so thank you so much. This is Be Lifted Up. Your guide. Your guide. To living. To living. An abundant abundant life. (laughs) It's Be Lifted Up. Your guide to living an abundant life.